Hello everyone. Hello, hello. I'm Tony. And I'm Tally. And we are the Lazy, Lazy Book, Book Lovers. Lovers. This is a podcast for book lovers who procrastinate about reading and have never-ending to-be-read piles. Today we are doing a little upcoming traditionally released books, published books, books that are coming out that are not indie author, mm. basically. Um, we were going to do this like more frequently when we originally planned this at the start yeah, of the year. We were supposed to and do we it every one. quarter. We did one yep. at the start of the year. Last quarter of the year. Sort of. Goal complete. <laughs> start and ending as we mean to go on. <laughs> okay, so these are just books that are coming out in October, November or December. Obviously, yep. by the time this episode comes out, October will be super in the past mm-hmm. for you guys. I think this will be about but... mid-November roughly. Mm. So, but it might we'll bring my some time books to your script. attention that you mm. had missed or whatever. And obviously, they are books that would be on mine and or Tony's radar. So they tend to be fantasy or dark academia or horror leaning. Mm. I don't. I tend to not put too much horror because it's not really something Tony mm. really reads. So it's mostly fantasy, but yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm in charge, bitches. <laughs> I've made a list on Storygraph, uh, and I've asked Storygraph to put it in publication date. It doesn't always work, but so I'm going to do it in the order they've said is publication date. But we shall We're see. Going to discover along with you. <laughs> yeah, whether that's true or not. So the first one came out in September. <laughs> <laughs> Read it anyway. Oh, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Last quarter of the year, sort of-ish. September yeah. is actually quarter three. I'm not... Uh, yeah, it'll be the only September She's unless I've got any other girlie. wrong. She doesn't know the quarters. Um, <laughs> I specifically didn't want to do September because all the books come out in September. Mm. Uh, okay, so this one is Rouge by Mona Awad. Um, so this is the author of... Uh, Bunny, if anyone's read that. Okay. She also wrote All's Well. Um, so, this is a literary horror, according to the tags. For as long as she can remember, Belle has been insidiously obsessed with her skin and skincare videos. When her estranged mother, Noelle, mysteriously dies, Belle finds herself back in Southern California dealing with her mother's considerable debts and grappling with the lingering questions about her death. The stakes escalate when a strange woman in red appears at a funeral, offering a tantalising clue about her mother's demise, followed by a cryptic video about a transformative spa experience. Ooh. I could do it from them. <laughs> well, even if it kills you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I learnt a... Um, a term, mm-hmm. uh, trigger warning for uh, unalive in discussion. I learned a term, passive suicide, and I realised yeah. that's me. Passive ideation, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I learned this a while ago. Yeah, I didn't know there was a word for it. Yeah. So it's like, you're not actually going to do it, but... If I were... Loki, it's, on, it's going like... If, if like, I if there have... was a car accident and I was involved in it, I mean, I wouldn't complain. But you can gonna... sometimes be associated with like reckless behaviour as well. Yeah. Of like not trying to put yourself out of harm's way uh. or causing deliberate harm to yourself in ways of like sleep deprivation or not eating enough, that kind of thing. It like, they kind of 
go alongside each other. Like that, um, what's the word for it? Um, bedtime revenge or something? What is it called? Um, sleep procrastination, bedtime revenge, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and also um, it's very closely linked to anxiety because you always mm. think the worst is going to happen. So yeah. Well, it's also meant to be like bizarrely a comfort thing like it's mm. always there for you like life might be hard but it's always an option mm. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh with the help of a pair of red shoes Belle is lured into the barbed embrace of la maison du medusa i'm assuming it's medusa but mm. yeah. the same lavish culty spa to which her mother was devoted there, Belle discovers the frightening secret behind her and her mother's obsession with the mirror and the great shimmering depths and demons that lurk on the other side of the glass. Oh, cool. I really want to read this. Good. It's um, one of the ones I want to pick up as an audio this mm. month. So, I don't know. Maybe I've, maybe I've already mm. listened to it by the time this comes around. Hmm. Next one. This one I am very, very curious about. Okay. Oh, it also came out in September. Um, <laughs> for... <laughs> I um was immediately interested in this mm. by the name and the cover, and I didn't read anything about it, but I knew I needed okay, show it in me. my life. So I can experience it. So it's called the Hexologist. Oh yeah, and it just looks. I just need it in my life. Uh, it's the first in a series by Josiah Bancroft. Let's find out what it's actually about. Yeah. Because I, I want to read it already. Um, the Hexologist is and Warren will be are quite accustomed to helping desperate clients with the bugbears of city life. This is a fancy, but it doesn't say it's like a historical fancy. Mm. Um Aided by hexes and a bag of charmed relics, the Wilbies have dis- have recovered children abducted by chimney wraiths, removed infestations of barb-nosed incubi, incubi mm-hmm. and ventured into the grey plains of the unmade to soothe a troubled ghost. Well acquainted with the weird, they never shy away from a challenging case. But when they are approached by the royal secretary and told the king pleads to be baked into a cake, <laughs> going so far as to wedge himself inside of a lit oven, the Wilbys soon find themselves embroiled in a mystery that could very well see the nation turned on its head. Their effort to expose a royal secret buried under 40 years of lies brings them nose to nose with a violent anti-royalist gang um, of... Avaricious ghosts, yep. uh, avaricious ghouls, alchemists who draw their power from a hell-like dimension, and a bookish dragon who only occasionally eats people. Oh, it's got I a really dragon! I really, really need to read this. Oh my god! Yeah, that sounds good. And um, loads of these books have a whole bunch of uh, content warnings. Please, please sign up with Storygraph, and you can keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely need that yeah, in that my life. Yeah, that sounds good. 100%. Okay, next one. Um, this came out on the 3rd of October, okay. and it's called Starling House by Alex E. Harrow. This is the author of... They have a few other books Ooh. that you probably will have heard of 
one or two of them. So they wrote the once and future witches. Show me this covers. cover. Yes, mm. yes, yes. I do know And this. they did the six deaths of the saint, which is part of a um, recent mm. collection on Amazon. Okay. Um, and ten thousand doors of January. They're all books I've seen a lot mm. on BookTok. So I've been meaning to check this author out. And this one is a uh, fantasy dark academia. So. This seems like the one I should go in at. Yeah, this I one's think. perfect yeah. for you. So, step into... St- oh, this came out on the 3rd of October, by the way. We've, we've got to October now. <laughs> <laughs> what are we meant to start? Step- Bam. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Me. <laughs> step into Starling House if you dare. No one in Eden remembers when Starling House was built, but everyone agrees that it is best to let the house and the last lonely heir go to rot. Starling House is uncanny and ugly and full full of secrets, just like its heir. Opal knows better than to mess with haunted houses or brooding men, but it might be a chance to get her brother out of Eden. It feels dangerously like something she's never had, a home. But Opal isn't the only one interested in the house or the horrors and wonders that lie beneath it. If Opal wants a home... She'll have to fight for it. She'll have to dig up her family's ugly history and let herself dream of a better future. She'll have to go down, down into Underland and claw her way back up to the light. This is a sweeping Ooh. gothic fairy tale. Oh my God, this is you this is all, me all over, over yeah. right? Yeah. Hashtag whatever, not really. <laughs> <laughs> only came out on the 3rd of October. You've got at least two years before you'll get to it. <laughs> I think I've got an audio of it. Yeah. Hang on, let me just quickly double check. Is this one of your freebie audios through the influencer program? Yeah, Ooh. I feel like it was an option. There. No, I'm thinking of a different one. I think it's on Scribed. I've seen it as an audio somewhere. Ooh. Um, okay. So hopefully I'll get to it soonish, maybe. 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 Um, maybe not. All right, the next book... Um, came out on the 3rd of October as well. That seemed like a day when a lot of books came out. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, and this one, okay, I don't really know much about it. However, it was pitched to me as Ninth House Meets a Deadly Education. So I was like, okay, okay. Mm. Okay, I, 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 I feel the dark vibes, academia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's called Curious Tides by Pascal Lasselle, And I've never heard of the author, never heard of the book. I know um, I don't even recognise the title, no, look at the cover or anything. No, it's literally just popped up, popped up in my life. <laughs> and now it's here. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> We've got the scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Only two months later. <laughs> so, Emery might be a student at the prestigious... I'm sold. <laughs> if it's in a school. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Prestigious uh, Aldrin College for Lunar Magics. Yeah, okay. You've, mm. you've reeled me in a bit. <laughs> but her healing abilities have always been mediocre at best until a treacherous night in the Dovermere Sea caves leaves a group of her classmates dead and her as the only survivor. Now Emery is plagued. Why have you locked me out, phone? Now Emery, <laughs> Emery is plagued with strange, impossible powers that no healer should possess. Powers that could ruin her life if the wrong person were to discover them. To gain control of these new abilities, Emery enlists the help of the school's most reclusive student, Baz. 
a boy Baz. Yeah. Baz. You're right, Baz. <laughs> a boy already well versed in the deadly nature of darker magic, whose sister happened to be one of the drowned students and Emery's best friend. Determined to find the truth behind the drownings and the cult like secret society she's convinced her classmates were involved in, Emery is faced with even more questions when the supposedly drowned students start washing ashore alive only for them each immediately to die horrible, magical death. I sound so good, I can't cope. This is definitely a you, for sure. Mm. Why have I not already consumed it, is the question. Mm. Right, next is... Sorry, I just saw a thing about bedbugs in London. Oh, no. The Paris bedbugs have been found in London. Ah. Why is Paris sending their bugs over? (laughs) It's another one I was about to say that I really want to read, but it's my TBR, so... <laughs> Done. Um, but this is one I got an audio for on the influence, I think. So okay. I'm going to listen to this this year. Um, hopefully this year. This year yeah. But hopefully this I month. I mean, that's realistic. This year is realistic. Because I'm doing an audio month, so hopefully this month. Mm-hmm. Last month for you guys. Um, Midnight is the Darkest Hour by Ashley Winstead. You might have seen the cover. No, I haven't, actually. All right, then. So this is a dark, mysterious <laughs> thriller. <laughs> Ashley Winsett's other books have all been on my TBR, but I've just not picked them up yeah. yet. Okay. Just saying that's me, so... Yeah. Um, okay, so for fans of Verity, which is Kohan, and A Flicker in the Dark, not heard of that, mm. but we'll bypass that. Midnight is the Darkest Hour is a twisted tale of murder, obsessive love and the beastly urges that lie dormant within us all. Even the God-fearing folk of Bottom Springs, Louisiana. In her small hometown, librarian... Oh, it follows a librarian. That's going to be brilliant. Um, Ruth Cornier has always felt like an outsider, even as her beloved father rains fire and brimstone warnings from the pulpit at Holy Fire Baptist. Unfortunately for Ruth, the only things the townspeople fear more than the god and the devil are the myths that haunt the area, like the story of the low man, a vampiric figure said to steal into sinners' bed and kill them on moonless light night. When a skull is found deep in the swamp next to mysterious carved symbols, Bottom Springs is thrown into uproar, and Ruth realises only she and Everett, an old friend of a dark past, have the power to comb the town's secret underbelly in search of true evil. Ooh. So I'm looking forward to this. I have a question. Mm. Do you pronounce it beloved or beloved? I think it depends on the context. This mm. is my beloved book. Or this was beloved by the person. Like, I think it's, it's said differently depending on the sentence. Okay. So in that one, it was beloved. Yeah. Yeah. I've never say beloved. Ever. You'd say, like, it's my beloved. Yeah, I would say it's my beloved. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's one of those ones that varies depending on the sentence and, like... Well, I looked it up and I from. think it is meant to be pronounced Beloved. Interesting. But I've never once pronounced it that way. This is worse. So I had a colleague that was French in my last job. Mm. That so obviously she had to, like French is all about grammar. So then she yeah. was like really into the English grammar, and she knew all kind of weird reasons why we say things different ways and like yeah. where it's used. Mm. She was very useful for that. <laughs> Must have been hard because we mm. have very iffy rules, really. Yeah. 
Well, I do feel sorry for people learning English as Red a second read, language, etc. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like, it's just got to be awful because our rules are well, it's, very it's chaotic. Three <laughs> languages in a trench coat, so. Mm. Yeah. Well, four. And, really. and it also, like, depends on the area mm-hmm. of England and stuff. It's just crazy. Right. Next one came out on the 3rd of October. And this is a. Um, it's called Out There Screaming and it's an anthology of new black horror. Okay. Um, so it's a whole bunch of um, black authors writing horror short stories. What is not to love? Mm-hmm. And it is edited by Jordan Peele, who is the comedian slash now a director of films like Get Out, Us, Yes, I Space, thought that name was familiar. Space, yeah. nope, nope, sorry. Um, Oh, I bet they're good then. Yeah, um, I really want to give this a try. Uh, and it has quite a few authors on there that I like slash am intrigued by. So, yeah. Yeah. A cop begins seeing huge blinking eyes where the high, where the headlights of cars should be that tell him who to pull over. Two freedom riders take a bus ride that leaves them stranded on a lonely road in Alabama where several unsettling somethings await them. A young girl dives into the depths of the earth in search of a demon that killed her parents. These are just a few of the worlds of Out There Screaming. Jordan Peele's anthology of all new horror stories by black writers. Featuring an introduction by Peele and an all-star roster of beloved writers and new voices, Out There Screaming is a masterclass in horror. And, like his spine-chilling films... Its stories prey on everything we think we know about the world and redefine what it means to be afraid. So, yeah, I'm not going to read the list of the authors. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, go check it out. It looks really Because I really liked Get Out, which I don't usually like horror films, do I? Mm. But I liked Get Out. Yeah, it's... um, it's kind of, I would say it's more like um, horror leaning towards thriller side. Mm. Have you yeah. watched Us, his other one? No. Is that the one where it's like doppelganger people mm. yeah no that one creeped me out so i didn't watch um, it i haven't seen his most recent one yet nope which is about aliens i believe i've sure. specifically tried not to find i don't tend to watch it. these on my own i watch it with the, like my friend that likes yeah. them and he's not going through that phase anymore so mm. i just don't really see things like this get out was so good though mm. 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 yeah i really liked get out it had a different ending originally and then they changed it did it do yeah. you know what the original ending was yeah um, so you know at the end when he's laying in the road and his friend turns up yeah. in the police car um, the ending originally was a random police officer and then he got arrested because he's a black man in a wealthy neighbourhood and, oh. yeah. uh, and I think it ended on him just in jail and that would have been it but they okay. decided to have a bit more of an upbeat ending Yeah, I think test audiences wanted the friend to come back or something and they, yeah. that was going to be the alternative ending so they swapped them round okay mm. And I preferred it the way around they did. Yeah, but I feel like the one where he gets arrested was probably w- what would actually happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, right, next one is mm. a, um, a magical realism mystery. And it comes out on the 17th of October, which is... <gasps> it's Friday the 13th today. It's, oh, it just clocked that. Mm. Ooh. Um, so this is by... Adrienne Young, I think that's how you say her name. So she mm-hmm. is the author of, you may have heard of Spells for Forgetting, that cover yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. 
And I didn't realise, but she also did that series, the Fable. That's yeah. That's why I've heard of her because I think yeah. I've got Fable. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the namesake is the second one. Yeah, I've got Fable. Oh, okay. Me. There we go then. I've got the spells for forgetting. I got it mm. in like a fairy loot or a luma crate box. Yeah. One of them I've not read it yet, obviously. Um, <laughs> but this new one is called the Un- Unmaking of June Farrow. Mm. Um, so, in a small mountain town in Jasper, North Carolina, June Farrow is waiting for fate to find her. The Farrow women are known for their thriving flower farm. And the mysterious curse that has plagued their family line. The whole town remembers the madness that led to Susanna Farrow's disappearance, leaving June to be raised by her grandmother and haunted by rumours. It's been a year since June started seeing and hearing things that weren't there. Faint wind chimes, a voice calling her name and a mysterious door appearing out of nowhere. The signs of what June always knew was coming. But June is determined to end the curse once and for all, even if she must sacrifice finding love and having a family of her own. Ooh. So it says here, um, it's a brilliant novel of romance, mystery and a touch of the impossible, a story you'll never forget. So yeah, I think that sounds well, quite sounds like a new one. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Next one is one I recently got approved for an arc for. Okay, so exactly. hopefully I'll read it soon, but <laughs> it's nearly 600 pages, so let's not oh, lie. that's a big one for you. Um, it comes out on the 31st of October. Can I help you towards your page, girl? Mm. I am doing really well Are this you? month. Yeah. Like, I've read, like... I know a lot of them have been audio, but I am doing quite mm. well with reading. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, we'll... Mm. we'll see. Um... So it comes out on the 31st of October and it's called The Reformatory, no, Reformatory, Reformatory, by Tanareve Jew, who is an author I've been meaning to read from Mm. forever and never have because all of her books are huge. (laughs) (laughs) So she writes, um, horror, and this is a historical horror. Okay. Uh, So, Robert Stephen Jones Jr. is sent to Gracetown School for boys for kicking a white boy's leg. But the Gracetown School for Boys isn't just any reform school. As Robert finds, it's a segregated school that is haunted from the boys who have died there. The Reformatory is an eerie, frightening novel that explores the horrors of our history. It's set in 1950. Ooh, okay. Yeah. But that one's intense. Yeah. That sound, it sounds good. Okay, the next one... Um, is by another author that I've been meaning to pick up. I do have a bone to pick with this. <laughs> this author. is your list of guilt. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so this is a book that comes out on the thirty first of October. It's called Nestlings by Cat uh, Nat Cassidy. Right. So Nat Cassidy also wrote this book, Mary. That I've I don't know if you recognise that, but I've mm. been seeing it on Horror Talk, and I've been wanting to read it for ages. I need to get around to it. I just haven't yet, but. Okay, so mm. Mary is about. I'm. This isn't the book, obviously, but I'm just going to go off on a little rant about okay. this. Um, I'm here for it. Mary is about a middle-aged woman who um, starts having crazy things happening to herself, and I, from what I've heard, a lot of people said it's like um, they read it as a horror metaphor for um, 
shit well, a menopause that's the word I was like what is that word <laughs> okay so that sounds really cool Ooh. Nat Cassidy is a male I only recently found out it's a man okay interesting why are you going by Nat what? <laughs> yeah that is but still and why are you writing about women going through menopause <laughs> I mean if it's done well yeah that everyone could be said really it's good. a really good book so I do want to pick it up because auth- male authors writing well-rounded female characters is something we need mm. more of so if it's done well, that can be a good thing. Yeah. I was like, you're you're skating because maybe I might put you in the category of male authors that I get angry with because they're trying to masquerade as mm. women. Yeah, with deliberately... Um... Like Riley Sager. Mm. Maybe not, though. I could just be being mean. So anyway, <laughs> nestlings. I want to give this a try as mm. well. Um, The horrific horrifically complicated birth of their first child why is he writing about women's trauma again (laughs) of their first child has left Anna paralysed bitter and struggling with mobility with her relationship with Reed with resentment for her baby I've got to read it before I can judge I've got to stop judging that's about to change with the words any New Yorker would love to hear affordable housing lottery Reed dismisses disturbing events and Anna's deep unease and paranoia as as the price of living in New York. People are odd, but he can't explain the needle-like bite marks on the baby. They've won an apartment in the uh, Deptford, one of Manhattan's most revered buildings, with beautiful vistas of Central Park and stunning architecture and disturbing gargoyles. Anna and Reed need a lucky break. Okay, it doesn't really say much, but I will give him a try. Yeah, I think reserve reserve judgment. I'm just saying. Some this could be very well researched. Just saying, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> um, next one is the sequel for a book I have yet to read, but I do want to read. Okay. <laughs> um, have you? Oh, you've probably heard of the Luminaries by Susan yes. Dennard. Yes, Dennard. Yeah, that's in one of my wish lists somewhere. The second book, The Hunting Moon, comes out on the 7th of November. Mm-hmm. So this is a YA fantasy series. Uh, I'm not going to read about it because it's a sequel. I'll read about the Illuminati. They not have like a one-line summary at the top, maybe? Oh, let's have a look. Because sometimes they just do a line, don't they? No. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll do the... So Storygraph now have the AI mm. one. I'll read that one. The Hunting Moon by Susan Dennard is a good is a good fit for those seeking a story of self-discovery and personal growth set against a mysterious backdrop of nightmares, cryptoids and teenage romance. Okay. That sounds cool. Yeah. I need to read the first one. Just story of my life, really. <laughs> uh, next one, Bookshops and Bone Dust by Travis Baldry. Mm, yeah, I'm excited for this one. So this is the uh, from the Legends and Latte series. It's book 0.5 because <laughs> it's the prequel <laughs> and this comes out on the 7th of november mm. um so uh, let me find it viv's career with the notorious mercenary company rackham's ravens isn't going as planned wounded during the hunt for a powerful necromancer she's packed off against her will to recuperate in a sleepy beach town of murk so far from the action that she worries she'll never be able to return to it What's a forted soldier of fortune to do? Spending her hours 
at the bookshop in the company of its foul-mouthed proprietor is the last thing Viv would have predicted. But it may be both exactly what she needs and a seed of changes she couldn't possibly ignore. So mm. Viv is the main character of Legends and Latte. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to reading more yeah, this about is her be journey. Good. I'm excited for this one. Um, oh, it's one of the ones I meant to pre-order. I need to add it to my pre-order list. I knew I was missing something. And the 7th of November is also Iron Flame. Have you got that pre-ordered? Yes. Ah, this is the second in the Empyrean series by Rebecca Yaros. Mm-hmm. The first being The Fourth Wing. We did an episode recently all about that. Episode 91. Go check it out. If you haven't already. Pause now. Come back. <laughs> um, so I'll just do the AI thing so that I'm not doing any kind mm. of spoilery things. Um so this is a good fit for those seeking a story that defies expectations and challenges traditional norms with a strong focus on character development and a unique blend of fancy and romance. And there's dragons. And there's fucking dragons. Uh, <laughs> and the dragons can talk mm, in your mm, mind. Mm, mm. <laughs> that will have to be one we actually buddy read yeah. as well. And the last book on my list comes out on the 5th of December... And this is mm-hmm. A River of Golden Bones. Oh, I've pre-ordered this. I'm very excited for this book. The Golden Court number one. A sleeping curse, a fallen court, a secret twin. Twins Kala and Briar have spent their entire lives hiding from the powerful sorceress who destroyed their kingdom and from the humans who don't know they are wolves. Each twin has their own purpose in life. Briars is to marry the prince of an ally pack and save the golden court. Kala's purpose is to remain a secret. Her twin shadow, the backup plan. I have never known anything about this. No, I've now. deliberately kept away even from her. Like I'm going to stop there it. then because yeah. that's already so yeah. much. Oh my god, it just sounds. But I, so I know good. it's Shifter. It's by um by wife energy and what else? And it's by the AK Malford. Yeah. That's all we need to I'm know. Just, really. Yeah, AK Malford's an auto buy for me for sure. Yeah, so that's a little s- snapshot of some of the books I'm looking forward to. Yeah. How many will I read? Who knows? Who knows? Will I read any? Who knows? Maybe none. Maybe all of them. Maybe How two. How many will I read in a wrap-up in five years' time? Maybe I might have read a couple. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Are you looking forward to any of these? Are there any that you're looking forward to that I missed off my list? Mm. Please let us know come to our instagram or tiktok or join our facebook group which is called lazy book lovers podcast Mm -hmm. we want to build a community where we can all chat there so we'd love to have you if you enjoyed this episode please consider sharing it somewhere with a friend or please like and review it if you want to write a review that'll help us get pushed out to more people as well our 100th episode is fast approaching and we want to do a q a so please consider leaving us some questions for us to answer. You could do that in any of the comments, direct messages, or go to our card link and there will be uh, some of you to tap to go to a form. Mm-hmm. And if not, we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.